Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to this Empowered Love Radio Show. Now I'm actually working by remote today so and I'm actually on a Skype call. So what I would really, really appreciate is the people that are in the chat room, can you please give me some feedback that you can actually hear me okay? I think that I've got the sound right and I'm going to continue on until I get some feedback but yeah I can't actually hear myself at the moment so please somebody in the chat room just give me some feedback and let me know that you can hear me okay okay waiting waiting let's just see that I'm actually just gonna maybe you can or you can't hear me I'm just actually going to go in to my control panel and just turn my sound up and just make sure that you can hear me okay nobody coming back yet okay I'm going to type it all right I'm going to continue on with the show and uh, if this isn't going down I'll record it again and we'll see what we can do. Come on somebody please type back to me. Okay I'm going to continue on and then I'll listen to it later and if not I'm going to have to re-record this. Okay so what this show is today about this is about getting our needs met and this is a really really important topic and the great thing about this topic is we really can do something about it we can align ourselves and we can get going in this so the people in the chat room if you can hear me okay please um, if you've got any questions that you'd like to know about this topic or if you've got any comments to the information that I'm going to give by all means do that oh fantastic somebody's come back now I've got the confidence to move forward thank you sweetie thank you for letting me know Awesome, awesome. That gives me a lot more confidence. Okay, so what this show is about, we've got a lot to get through. And for people that are listening to this live or you pick it up later, I really want you to get pen and paper out because I'm really going to challenge you to have a look at this deeply and really make the changes that are going to make a massive difference in your life. So it's going to be very, very important. Also too, if you don't quite catch all the details of the show, rather than having to go back and re-listen to and get the right information, please know that my next newsletter that's coming out for Empowered Life and Love is going to have all of the steps and the processes in it and it's completely related to this show. So you'll be able to go through it step by step if you miss any of the information now. But I think what's going to be really handy is that some people are very, very auditory. That's where you get your information and other people really get it from reading so you're going to get it from both sides of the equation what I'm going to be doing today and I think it's going to be one of the most powerful shows I've ever done that's how I feel but we'll see how it turns out so what this show is many of us have an intense focus on the disappointment and pain that we experienced in previous relationships or what is occurring in our present relationship or our present relationship potential and that is somebody that we'd like to have a relationship with but it's not coming together we may feel stuck in feelings of resentment, not being good enough, being taken for granted or suffering the anguish of feeling rejected. How can we turn this experience around? Why is it that when we get stuck in the negativity of our situations, it feels like no matter how much we complain and state our needs or also no matter how much that we do, that it doesn't seem to get better and we're not getting our needs met? Why does it feel like we are moving further and further away from being loved and not towards it? So what this show is going to do, it's going to offer you some revolutionary solutions in order to change your previous painful love experiences. 
Now, we're going to start off with this by looking at an example. And this is a very, very good example of why, how there are a lot of people that think they're trying to get their needs met in love, but are actually doing the exact opposite of what it takes to get what they really want. So what this example is, let's imagine that you had your heart set on a man who is non-committal and he's unavailable. And he might be connected to you, making hints that there's a future for the two of you, yet right now you don't have a rock-solid relationship with him. And in this, you may feel really compelled to show him what a great catch you are by sharing him with love, support and kindness. And you hope that by doing that, that he's going to fall in love with you. He's going to realize that his, you are the relationship for him. And he's going to decide that he really does want that relationship with you. So on the surface, on a human level, this may seem really reasonable and logical to use these sort of strategies. However, I'm going to fill you on in on what is actually really going on here. And what is actually really going on here, he is not going to change where he's at. Not tomorrow, not next week, and not ever. And the reason is he doesn't have to. He can have you granting him all of this attention and not having to risk commitment. Because obviously there's one or two reasons going on here. He's got fears regarding commitment because of his past or he can sit with his original decision that hasn't changed that he doesn't wish to commit to you. And he can wait around and see if somebody that does inspire him to commit turns up but in the meantime enjoy your attention. So quite frankly, you giving and loving him is not going to change anything about where he is at right now it's not going to make any sort of difference so what is going to make the difference the difference is what is going to change here is nothing the way it is because he has no reason to change he can actually stay non-committal and he is getting rewarded for it by yourself. You're giving him everything he wants without him having to change. Why on earth would he want to change? So there's only one thing that might possibly change him and that is point blank you leaving. This means removing your love, your giving, the excuses you're making for him, such as he's not over his ex-wife, he got damaged by women in the past, he lost a lot of property, he lost a lot of money, the blame you are putting on yourself about not being good enough and if you're trying to have a relationship with somebody that's not giving you commitment and exclusivity, you are absolutely going to be running programs I'm not good enough to be committed and exclusive to. It's going to stop you trying to having to earn love, having to prove you're lovable. In short, all of the defunct things that you're doing trying to make him to commit to you. So what you do need to do is leave. Let him miss you. Let him understand he cannot have you in his life and all the wonderful goodies that go with it unless he does commit and become exclusive with you. And if he's been saying things like, I need to think about it, or maybe one day, or I need time, or I'm not quite ready, then give him as much time as he needs to think about it alone by himself. That is what's going to give you the greatest chance ever of him changing and you getting your needs met. And your needs to be met have got to start with the foundation of a committed and real relationship. So what's going to happen if you leave and you pull away and you stop providing the goodies, if he really does have a thing for you and he realizes when you're gone how much you mean to him, he has to change in order to have you and all the great stuff that goes with you. And if he doesn't step up and he doesn't come to you with a commitment, he was never going to. And what a relief to know that you weren't going to hang on for more days, weeks, months or years to a man stopping you from being open and available to a great guy who wants what you want and can provide you with the real thing. So the greatest truth here is, no one is going to love, respect and commit to you until you do that for yourself. 
being in a relationship and hanging on without a commitment, exclusivity and integrity is point blank, not providing yourself with these things. Now, I actually have, and it's sort of been really perfect timing about this show in that I've had two ladies that have come forward with questions in regard to this show and they're wanting some advice and they're wanting some help and actually, you know, that's actually not completely accurate. One of these ladies has been... The other lady put in a question through my FAQs on my website, which totally relates to this. Now, she doesn't know that I'm actually bringing this forth, this information of the radio show. It's something that I just decided to do. And of course, to respect her, we're going to keep this anonymous. But this is really, and I'll start with her because this is a perfect, perfect example. And I really hope she's listening about how we can be pointed in exactly the opposite direction of getting our needs met. Now, I actually responded to her by email and I'm actually going to let you know my response that I sent back to her. And, you know, and I'm going to be really hard about this and I'm going to be really straight about this because my job is not to tell people what they necessarily want to hear. I'm here to grant information that is going to be real and set you free. And sometimes that can be a hard pill to swallow because we don't want to swallow it. But until we do, nothing's going to change. So let me just give you forward the information. And the question is, if you've been seeing a narcissistic person for four years nonstop and then it went to once or twice a year the last two years and found out that your so-called friend was seeing him behind your back and she knew how you felt about him, what would you do? We all work at the same place but different shifts. I do not speak or look at him. I haven't for two and a half months after seeing him in August. I found out a couple of days later they were seeing each other but they don't know this. I wanted to tell him a couple of weeks ago and when I tried to talk to him he gave me a dirty look. So what should I do and will he try and come back to me? Now, you know, I know that when we've like moved forward and we become empowered, you know, that stuff is really hard to fathom. But the truth is, and I know myself, that I've definitely been in situations and I was in love where I would sell myself out, hang on and go through all sorts of pain and stuff that was not honoring myself. And I know that people listening in may be going through similar things themselves. So I just want you to hear my response because I think this can help people. And also too, this radio show, if you know people that you're standing back and you're shaking your head, okay, and we all know that when narcissistic abuse happens, there is hooks and things that don't make sense and it goes at a much deeper level. Okay, so this is the information. I said, hi, hi. I'm not going to say her name. Thank you for your email here and I'm going to be very direct with you. I understand the pain of your situation but as a relationship coach and narc expert I need to point this out to you. The man you are hanging on to is no good for you. The questions are not will he come back which the answer will be maybe if he feels he can get some more narcissistic supply or maybe keep hurting you and get delight from that. Will he come back to you for love? The answer is no. And the reason it is no is because he is a narcissist, which means he doesn't have the capacity to love you. What is more concerning is the spiral of how to lose you are presently on because you are failing to love yourself. A relationship does not happen with a narcissist. A relationship certainly is not a relationship with somebody you've seen very rarely over the last two years. A relationship is certainly not with someone who is seeing somebody else intimately. This man does not owe you your happiness, love and devotion. No one does, you do. Until you work on and heal the parts of you that are clinging onto crumbs and trying to turn them into the cake you would like it to be, you are only going to continue to get crumbs or even worse, nothing at all. No one can grant us real love until we learn to honour, love and respect ourselves. It is our job. And then more of life follows and supplies us with who we are being to ourselves. My highest suggestion is that you commit to healing you so that this horrible cycle of not getting your needs met can be put to an end. If you're not ready to, then that's okay. It just means you've had, you have not had enough pain yet. If you are ready to commit to healing you, then I can help you. And all you need to do is let me know that you are and we can get started. And I also suggested to this lady that she listen to this radio show today, which is I hope she's doing, which can give her some more information about what she needs to do and how we can get our needs met.
Okay. So I also have the email that came in, which was specifically about this show. And this lady is wanting to know some information about what she can do. So here is the information. Okay. And this lady's name is Diana and she's from the USA and she's happy about me sharing her name. So, hi Melanie, can you address this on your radio show on the 25th? I've been in love with an N for 14 months. He works out of town and calls me twice daily with baby hun sweetheart. I met another woman three weeks ago who's been going the same, getting the same calls from him for the past five months calling her the same pet names. He did not tell either of us one about the other. He has been playing us. After I gave her information about him and about our relationship, he basically chose to continue with her and to blame me. I am hurt and I'm trying to bring all I know forward to myself so I can be strong and not get deeply depressed. Why would he choose her? I loved so much. Love loved so much. She is not smarter, not prettier, not more successful. She does have a small group of mutual friends that also know some of his family, so I think in part he is trying to save face with that crowd. Anyway, if you can talk about this on radio, about the hurt from betrayal and unexpected end to a relationship, how I move on and forget him. He is a beautiful man, six foot six, Creole mixed, dreadlocks, the kind of rugged, handsome face, creamy voice, smart, quick and playful, intense and better, hard worker and supports and tends for his 21-year-old autistic, highly functioning daughter. I think he is also a highly functioning autistic who was never diagnosed. He is 50. When he was a child, he displayed bad behavior and was reprimanded severely, and he did not mean to be bad, thus termed bully. He is verbally abusive, a bully, never took the time to perfect his communication skill. He cheats, he lies, hides facts, he is sexually promiscuous, he has unpredictable outbursts of rage, he is controlling, he has no empathy, he bought me gifts while working, but doesn't seem to offer small acts of kindness. He would be mean to me and then hook me with something or some promise like marriage. Thanks, Melanie. I appreciate you. Okay, so this is very, very similar to the first email. And really, when we go through the rest of this show, Diana and other people in these experience, you're going to understand what's going on here. Okay, the truth of the matter is, there is no relationship unless you have commitment, exclusivity, integrity. Now, the thing is, when we are identifying that somebody has narcissistic tendencies or is NPD, those things are not going to be present. Now, what he is doing with the other woman and the promises and the playing you both is a severe lack of integrity. It also does not provide commitment and exclusivity. So, therefore, this is a completely unsafe relationship. Now, the thing is, when we're hooked into that, when we're trying to change it, when we can't get over, when we can't move on, when we're looking at discard and devaluation, and discard and devaluation with a narcissist is always happening no matter what the veneer presents because the narcissist is not interested in love. And when we talk about, I love, I loved, okay, the reality is we are loving, loved, giving, granting love to an unavailable source who is not present to love and who does not have the resources to love. A narcissist isn't interested in love. A narcissist is interested in filling his empty void insatiably with whatever is going to give him an ego feed with narcissistic supply. And if we are offering that and keeping in the game, we are effectively being a drug dealer that hands over narcissistic supply, which is ripping our own self-esteem and our energy and our inner resources and ripping us out of that connection to that. The reality is when we're stuck in that, when we're doing that, when we keep handing over supply, and it doesn't even have to be literal contact. It can just be obsessing the pain Thinking of him, narcissists are psychic vampires. They are absolutely getting a feed from you doing that and you're emptying out your self-esteem, presenting him with energy that he is taking while you're doing it. So there is only one solution to this. Heal yourself. Heal your unhealed parts that have allowed you to do this, be this. And I've been there. Many women have been there. Nancy Missler, who also co-hosts with me, has been there. We've all been there. And there is only one solution. You have got to do the healing work on yourself. This is not about trying to get love from somebody else. This is about aligning yourself with loving and respecting yourself. There are two ways that I suggest to do that emphatically. 
One is the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program. Okay, it's on my website. You can't miss it. Absolutely, if you are in this sort of situation, you have got to get to work on yourself because the longer you don't, the more you are going to keep attracting and playing out these situations in your life with no end in sight. The other one is quantum freedom healing if you want to do per work personally with, mis with yourself. Your mind is not going to heal this. You know that. You know, no matter what you know, you know how unhealthy it is for you. You know all of that logically. You cannot stop the pain running, the obsession, the hooks of trying to get this person to change and fix how you're feeling. You need to shift it energetically at a deeper soul level and you need to get to those unhealed parts that you haven't healed yet. And that's the truth. That's what I had to do and that's what people have to do to recover. So, Diana, keep listening to the show and I think it's really going to help you. But my heart goes out to you. It's a horrible, powerless situation to be in, to be hooked to somebody that is not meeting your needs on basic critical value level. And if we're looking, I'm, I'm going to be talking about non-critical values and critical values and how we know the difference and we know whether or not we can work at a relationship to heal it or there is no hope and we need to just work on ourselves. That's what we're going to be looking at today in order to get our needs met. Okay, so what we're going to do now, now that we've covered that off, relationships that are not working... We're going to look at the energetic laws of life and love and how to get our needs met. And what we're going to look at is let's say we're in a committed relationship. Let's say we're in a committed relationship and we need to, and let's say we're not getting our needs met and there's things that are really frustrating us and hurting us within that relationship. We need to understand law of attraction. Because if we can align with the indisputable, energetic, ultimate realities of life, it's going to be very, very helpful in getting our needs met. So let's say that your partner does something that really annoys you, upsets you, and leaves you feeling unfulfilled and unloved. And in saying so, please remember, it's very important to understand whether or not you're in a relationship with a narcissist. Because if you are in a relationship with a narcissist, nothing you do on an energetic or a practical level is going to change your unhappiness and your pain. Your only solution is to leave. However, please know that there are many non-narcissistic, non-NPD, narcissistic personality disorder relationships that can cause pain, disappointments and feelings of being unloved. And in fact, it can be argued that every relationship that we're going to be in is going to go through its trials and tribulations. It is such a fantasy, an illusion and a naivety. Believe that love is just going to be perfect and a bed of roses because it isn't. So... There are going to be times whereby you may not like your partner. You may not like what they're doing or not doing. But it's very important to remember that you love him or her. And this is why the following information is very, very important. So one of the most simple fundamental laws of the law of attraction is it states whatever we focus on, we are going to get more of that. So an example of that may be if your partner is always working and not available enough for you, you're going to have a focus and a resentment, a disappointment and a frustration. You could be feeling all of those things. And if you are feeling all of those things, it's only going to create more of that. You're going to attract more of the things that you're angry, disappointed and frustrated about. So therefore, getting angry, sad, frustrated and voicing, possibly vehemently, your pain to your partner sets up a how-to-lose situation and you can bank on the situation getting worse and worse. The same goes for every situation in your love life where you feel your needs aren't being met. Unfair, you might be saying. Shouldn't I be able to speak up? And I can understand that on a human level so much. Yes, of course you can speak up for sure. But it's not going to guarantee your results. And if you're not doing it and inspiring change in the right way, it's not going to work. 
Now, I didn't make up the energetic rules of life. And really, I'm more interested in giving you solutions that are going to work rather than doing the treadmill of round and round in circles, repeating the same pain and the frustration time and time again, which we can all do if we're not vibrationally aligned and if we don't understand how we manifest. So really, I think we'd all like to know a better way to get our needs met. And I hope you do want to know a better way because I'm going to show you how you can create from an empowered space rather than a powerless space that is just going to keep beating you up. So what we need to do is we need to look at ascertaining critical and non-critical values. So what these are are things that you are going to be deal breakers. That means you've got nothing to work with and the truth always sets us free when we can accept that. Or understanding the non-critical values which gives you space and room to work with it to be able to make improvement there. So a very interesting dynamic of life and we're all connected to it is that everything we attract which is painful always relates to an unhealed part within ourselves. So not only do we have the opportunity to create real relationships, heal relationships that can be real and get our needs met, we can also heal and transcend the parts of our inner personality that have been unconsciously tripping us up in the love dynamics we've been experiencing. So if you are in a relationship that you feel isn't working or you're considering a relationship that hasn't fallen into place yet, that's not coming together, I'd like you to challenge yourself and put pen to paper and do the following exercise. And you're going to find this exercise spooky, but in a really good way. And the truth of the matter is, through this radio show, you're actually not going to have time to really sit and contemplate and feel into it and write down your answers. You may be able to write down the questions and start getting a feel for them, but I really want you later after the radio show, when you've got time, set time aside by yourself and deliberate and feel in and really focus into this. And, you know, if you miss anything about the questions in this radio show, make sure you are subscribed to Empowered Life and Love and you can do that on my website because you're going to receive the blog post the newsletter that's going to give you all of these details that you can go back to. Okay, so by starting it, what you do is you need to make a list of the values that are important to you in a relationship. Now, critical values are very, very important here. And I'm going to tell you what critical values are. You need commitment and you need exclusivity. They are not up for compromise. Without them, you've got nothing. You also need integrity, loyalty, trust, and respect. Okay? Now, also in your list that you're going to write down, the list is also going to include, if you are in a relationship, it's going to include the things that you're not receiving that are important to you. So it may be more time with my partner. It may be more support and encouragement when I require it. It may be more understanding and more validation. So you're going to absolutely put down the things that you're not receiving from your partner. Okay. So then after you've created your list, which is going to also include those very, very important critical values, which are commitment and exclusivity, what you're going to do then is your next thing that you're going to do is number two, you're going to write down your partner or prospective partner. This is a person you want to be in a relationship, but it's not working out. You're going to write their attitude to your list of values. Are you going to be really honest with this? You are not going to write down what ifs or potentials. You are going to write honestly about how this partner or prospective partner is with you right here, right now because you have no power in potential or what-ifs. You only have personal power in the right here, right now moment. So as an example, commitment is a critical value. 
Now, writing down something like he says he wants to commit to me one day or somebody one day does not cut it. And quite frankly, it's delusional because it's not aligned with your value now. If he hasn't committed to you, and believe me, when a man has the resources and wants to commit to you, he will crawl over broken glass to make it happen. Now, if he hasn't committed to you, you need to write down, he doesn't value committing to me. And you need to be honest about that and stop deluding yourself because this is your accurate truth. What is going on right here, right now. So in this first part of this exercise, you are clearly going to see whether or not your partner or prospective partner and you are seriously mismatched or not. So if indeed the vital aspects of integrity, commitment, respect and exclusivity, commitment and exclusivity are key. They are gold. Okay, those ones cannot be compromised. If that's missing, you do in fact have unlivable differences which are never going to work for you. If you continue with wanting this relationship, with self-sacrificing those values and putting yourself on the plate as a meal without receiving those, it is never going to work for you. Because these are values you must not compromise. And if these values are breached, it's time to honour yourself, leave this relationship in order to connect with somebody who does align with your critical values. Now, if this is a non-narcissist, going back to how I started off the show, and if this person steps up and gives you those things, then there's a chance. But it is never going to happen while you stay connected to that and rewarding a person for non-commitment and non-exclusivity by wanting them and staying connected to them or obsessing about them. They're never going to change. If, however, critical values are not being compromised, so that's the thing like... He doesn't spend enough time with me. He's not supportive of me. He doesn't validate me. Okay, common things that women can experience. And if you're a man listening to this show, the same things may apply or maybe what is happening is you don't feel supported because you're being criticized, because she's nagging you, because she's never appreciative of you. Okay, they're non-critical values because you can work with those. You can transcend those, transform them, and heal those. Okay, then the relationship, it does stand a chance of healing. And if you value the relationship and you want the relationship, then you can start working with this. So please note, if your critical values are breached, and you're going to see that in number two when you're writing down and being very honest with the right here, right now, the rest of this exercise that's going to be through the newsletter and through this radio show is not relevant for you. Please only proceed. We're only going to go further into number three if your needs are not being met on non-critical issues only. Non-critical issues being things other than respect, integrity, commitment, exclusivity. If you don't wish to leave the relationship or you're still obsessing or feeling caught up and attached to it, even though your critical values are not being met, then please commit to healing and doing the work on yourself because you are not going to create real love in any shape or form in your life until you do. And it's nobody else's job to fix this for you. It's yours. And then you can start attracting, connecting and creating the right relationship. Until you do that work on yourself, it's not going to happen. And I'm sorry, I have no good news for you in that somebody's going to come along and sort it out for you. You only attract yourself. You only attract where you're at within yourself. It's impossible. So you've got to come home to yourself where it's all going on. Okay, so we're going to look in the next point. We're going to look at the gap between what you want and what you're actually receiving within a relationship. So an example may be 
if your partner's always working and not available enough for you. Your focus or resentment or disappointment or frustration is only going to create more of that, as we know. So what we really need to look at is that this is about a true relationship that has got critical values met and that you are going to work at trying to heal this. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at I want you to write down number three or write down this question. You're going to be writing about later on the treatment you would like to receive from your partner. So we're actually going to set a goal of what you would like to receive from your partner. Now, obviously, you're going to be writing about the things you're not getting because you want to change them. So you might write something like, as an example, what you want is in love with me and connected to me. He values our time together and he makes us a priority. He is supportive to me in times of need. So again, you're writing down the goal in the positive of what it is that you want that at the moment you feel like you're not receiving. And it's really good to make this list as long as you like and make sure that you list the things that you feel you're not receiving in the relationship. You can write down as many things as you like. Now what you need to do is point number four. You're going to be writing down your perception of how you believe he's treating you in regard to these topics. And this is where you can allow your perception, your feelings and honour them about what you're not getting. Okay, so you might be writing things like in relation to he's in love with me and connected to me, you know, his attention is elsewhere, I'm not feeling his love, I don't feel the connection, you know, he just wants to have sex with me, he treats me like a house partner, like a cook and a cleaner, but I don't, he's not giving me cuddles, he's not telling me he loves me, I don't feel the connection. Write about how you feel. You know, and you might write about in relation to he's supportive to me in times of need. You know, when I need him, he's unavailable. His focus is elsewhere. All he does is give me solutions. He treats me like a man. He doesn't validate me. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't cuddle me. He doesn't tell me it's going to be okay. And I don't feel supported. I feel so alone with the problems. I feel like he's not taking any responsibility. He's not helping me. You know, he doesn't help me with the kids. He doesn't help me with the house. If I come home and I've had a bad day from work, you know, all he tells me is, well, you should just leave your job or get another job. You know, he's not supporting me and loving me when I feel I need him. So write in great detail about the things that you're not getting that are upsetting you, that are allowing you to feel let down and unsupported. Now, the next thing that you're going to do, and this part of the exercise is going to grant you information. Because actually, sorry, I'll just go back. I'll just regress a little bit. So what we just did in number four is we wrote about, you know, number three and number four, what you're going to be doing there is going to give you a really good indication of how big that gap is. So it's going to show you how far you are away from what you want in relation to what you're receiving. You're going to see how big the gap is. Now this next part is going to be really, really big for you. And this is the part that's really going to blow your mind. And this is the part that's going to make start making a massive difference. Because up to number four, of course we felt like a victim. We felt powerless. We felt like, you know, no matter how much I tell him I'm upset, no matter how much I retreat into myself and hope he's going to get it, you know, no matter how frustrated or hurt or let down I am, nothing is changing here. Nothing's coming right about any of this. So this is the empowered part that's going to start putting you in the driving seat of making a difference. And it comes with self-awareness and it comes with understanding what's really going on on a deep level. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at 
do you grant yourself what you wish to receive from your partner? So number five, what you're going to do is you're going to go through the list that you've written down about what your partner is not granting you and all the detail you've written on it. And what you're going to do is you're going to do an honest self-reflection about whether or not you provide yourself with what you want from your partner. Now, this takes humility. This takes empowerment. This takes consciousness. Now, without being totally honest, within this part of the exercise, you're going to miss the healing point and the ability to shift these problems in your life and get empowered and powerfully create transformation. So let's have a look. We're going to have a look at an example. The example might be one of the points you wrote about what you're not getting. The example could be, he is not supportive to me in my times of need. Now what you need to do is turn that point around and you need to ask the question to yourself and write the question down. Am I supportive to myself in times of need? And you need to look within and you need to be really, really honest about this. So let's have a look at what an honest response might be. I am hard on myself when I slip up, when I feel I'm not doing a good job, when I'm not good enough, when I get something wrong or when something goes wrong in my life. I can easily fall into the negative and beat myself up. I don't support myself emotionally. And then I actually have trouble asking others for support as well. I don't ask for support in healthy ways, which is also another way I don't support myself. And I know, if I'm honest with myself, that I accept support from him when I'm feeling distressed or depressed and I get resentful when I don't receive it. And this is total self-honesty. So then what you need to do is you need to continue on and do this honest assessment for every point that you have made about where you feel your needs are not being met by your partner. And this part of this exercise is going to reveal an astounding truth to you. And that truth is the things we are not receiving from life and others, which is always going to be amplified in our relationships, that's where we see it and feel it the most, especially in our love relationships, are usually and nearly 100% categorically the things that we are failing to grant ourselves. Because when you understand law of attraction powerfully, you understand that you can only receive more of you. So wherever you're at or not at is what you're going to receive from your partner. Absolutely 100%. And what's happening is when you do this part of the exercise, you are creating an incredible shift. You are moving out of victim powerless. Victim powerless is I am unhappy and this is all being created from something outside of myself and I can't shift out of this powerless victim state unless that person does something different. Now, we have no power over anything outside of ourselves, none whatsoever. It is outside your center of influence. The only power you ever have is within you, ever. So what this does is it snaps off that whole powerless creation, a victim and it moves you back into your power energy center where you can do something about this. Because you're coming home to the place where you do have the power to make the changes, which is within you. So what we've got to look at is we've got to look at once you've done that exercise and you've written and written and written and you've been totally honest with yourself, this is not about blaming you. This is not about criticizing you. This is about using an honest assessment and an observation whereby you get massive ahas and epiphanies and you go, oh my goodness, 
I didn't realize this is what I was creating. I didn't realize how I was attracting more of this. Now that I realize this, now I can do something about it. I can start changing this. I can take my focus off what he or she is not granting me in this relationship and I can start doing the inner changes. So really what you've got to work at or look at is, is this relationship worth working on? Do you want this relationship? Do you want it to work? Do you want it to be happy? Do you want your needs to be met and both of you to have a great, conscious, growing, loving relationship? Do you want an empowered relationship? Because if you're going to stay resentful and in a victim space and you go, no, I had enough and I'm going to get out of this, chances are you're going to meet the same issues again. You're going to get into another relationship and wondrously, it's going to bring you back to the same problems to give you the opportunity to heal your unhealed parts. That's what relationships do. That's the grand journey of relationships. That's their greatest design. So we either ignore it or we do something about it because we are not going to fluke a wonderful relationship. It's an energetic it is a complete violation of the laws of energy. It can't work. We have to get it right on an inner level. So let's have a look at how we can work at this. What are the exercises now that we've got thus far within our exercise of creating what we do want and being able to get our needs met, we now are ready to start working on empowered solutions that are going to change things. So these are point number one. Drop all the expectations and resentment, which is all the focus on what you're not getting, complaining about it, stamping your feet, getting upset and making stands about that. Stop it. Because all of that is just creating more of what you don't like. So what you've got to do is apply the awareness and the self-ownership that you have had a large part to play in manifesting the less than results you've been receiving. Gloriously, your soul is bringing to you the things that hurt to help you know what it is you can heal. Thank goodness. It's an awesome system. Accept the system, bless the system, be grateful for the system. Because without that system, you can't grow, you can't heal. It's all meant to be. And that takes all of the sting out of it and all of the victim powerless feelings. Now, start granting yourself the support, love and aspects of your life that you feel you have not been receiving from your partner. So go back to your honest self-inventory that you did in point number four, in regard to those questions, sorry, point number five, when you said that question to self, am I supportive to myself or do I grant myself this? Okay, go back to what you're not doing and then write out in great detail reframed ways of how you can give yourself what you haven't been receiving. Write out the empowered ways. So, for example, when we talked about I'm hard on myself when I slip up, when I get things wrong, when, I, when something goes wrong in my life, I go straight to the negative. Okay, an empowered way is I can bless and accept this. I can use this as a process of self-empowerment. I can know that everything that I'm receiving that has been making me feel negative gives me an opportunity to support myself. I'm going to start talking to myself in encouraging ways. I'm going to say to myself, first name, you're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. You can get through this. You do have the resources. Okay. And I'm going to know that if I do need help, that I'm going to ask for it lovingly. I'm going to ask for it without feeling guilty. I'm going to ask for it without the justifications and the excuses. And I'm not going to expect people to support me. I'm going to support myself by asking in ways that are clear and direct and appreciative and ways that inspire people to support me. And I'm going to stop asking people that are unavailable to support me for support. 
you know, and I'm going to realise I need to do some work on myself to see if they can step in as supportive. But I'm going to support myself. So you need to reframe and work through all of the things where you've been letting yourself down to know how you can step up for yourself so that you can create a vibration of more of that where you can start attracting the things that you haven't been receiving from your partner. Now what you're also going to do is you're going to ask in loving ways. You're going to work on number two first. Grant it to yourself and get in a vibration of it. And then what you're going to do is you're going to learn, work out, research, do whatever you need to find out how to ask effectively. A really great book for that is Women Are From, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's a classic. It has so many empowered ways to be able to ask, to be able to create. And what's really, really important here is don't start shoving this information under your partner's nose. Don't do that codependent controlling thing. Work on yourself first. Don't expect them to grab this information and run with it. Change you first and then they're going to change if they've got the resources too. So don't do that. This is about you and you only at this point. Okay. So now what you need to do is express gratitude when you start seeing any signs from the outside, from your partner, of receiving what you want, no matter how small it is. Tell your partner how happy it makes you feel when he or she does what it is that you want, when they start providing your needs. And don't say, you know, it makes me so happy when you do this, as opposed to when you don't do this. Keep all of the negatives out of it. Take the energy out, the focus out, and start being grateful for what it is that you are receiving. Very, very important. And while you're doing, you're in the process of all of this, because that's going to all be a work in process, absolutely, about stepping up for yourself, about learning how to ask in inspired ways, expressing gratitude, all of that's going to be a work in progress and you may find yourself slipping back at times and you know life will show you, your partner will show you when you slip back into the negative and the focus on what you don't want and the energy around that, well then you're just going to start going backwards again. So it's a little bit like you know, you've know you got your car pointed at Melbourne and you're moving along there and if you slip back, well then you're going to turn around and go back in the opposite direction. And that's okay because when you get aware of that and you know that, well then you can turn it around and keep driving back again. So that's what you've got to do. So while all of this is going on, this is very, very important, this next point. What you're going to be doing is you're going to write a list and great detail of all the beautiful things you love about your partner, all the things you like. You're going to put an intense focus on that and you're going to write about them in great detail and when you're writing about them, feel as much as you can your heart expanding with love and joy about those beautiful things. And what you're doing effectively is by writing that gratitude list and the details of it and feeling that gratitude and that love and that joy, you are setting up an emotional matrix that is going to attract more of that from your partner. Absolutely. Now, after you've done that, and you might want to add to that from time to time to time. Or if you forget those things, you go back, you read it again, you go back into the memories and the feelings of that stuff and you bring it up and you keep that vibration going daily if you need to. It's very, very important. You're also going to be working on another list. And this list is going to be writing about the things you want to receive from your partner that you haven't been getting as if they've already happened. This is pre-paving manifestation. So you're going to write stories about getting those things as if you've already had them, as if they're happening. And you're going to focus on the warmth, the love, the joy, the gratitude you feel from receiving these things in order to create more of that. So I'm going to challenge you with this. I'm going to challenge you with this to do it. Okay, and you're going to be in one of two categories. 
Okay, and even if you're not in a relationship, you're either going to be in the category of a, a potential partner that is not coming forth with your critical values. Forget them, leave it. Do the work on yourself. You have to do that. Otherwise, you're not even going to get to this next step with anybody. Okay, if you're in a relationship and your critical values are aligned and non-critical values aren't working out, well, then do this exercise. And you, and even if, even if you're not in a relationship or there's no potential person there that you're interested in and you're just on your own, I want you to think back in a relationship. I want you to go back and do this exercise. Maybe it's the latest one to a catalytic relationship. You'll know, you'll know the relationship that you can do these exercises on. Now, just use that person as a catalyst, but imagine yourself moving forward into creating a relationship. And you'll know your pattern. You'll know the things that you haven't received. You'll know your Achilles heels. You'll know the things that have hurt you time and time again in relationships. Ascertain whether they're critical values, whether they're non-critical values, and do this exercise on that. Because you're going to start setting yourself up to create, attract, and maintain and work on healthy love and getting your needs met. It's going to really, really help you. So if you're in a relationship, what I want you to do is you do not have to take my word that this is going to work. You don't. You don't even have to believe in it. But what I want you to do is to try this for two weeks and make sure you work through it diligently and consciously focus on it and put energy into it every day. You don't have to believe it's going to work. Just try it. What have you got to lose? Nothing. Nothing other than the horrible feelings of pain, resentment and unhappiness and more unmet needs. And I really hope this helps you. I have seen spectacular things happen so quickly it will blow your mind. It's happened in my life. It's happened in other people's lives that I've put this on to. Because really, truly, there are so many relationships that become toxic and end which didn't need to. Every relationship is offering us a grand opportunity to heal. And truly, every relationship is the incredible forum that exposes our unhealed parts. That's the greatest gift of relationships and love. It really is. Every, every relationship is a gift. Every relationship potential that's not working out is a gift, totally. Every single one of us is an incredible vibrational creator. And the most important part of creating a healthy relationship and getting our needs met is losing our toxicity, losing our victimhood, losing the fear, the pain and resentment of what we're not getting and moving into conscious and empowered vibrational creation of what it is that we truly want. Nobody is going to do that for you. They can't because they're not you. They are not your experience. You are. You are the power of what you're creating and your experience. Without exception, point blank. You've got to claim that power and start doing it. If you go through this exercise and you're in a relationship and you're coming up against blocks of pain, fear and resentment that you know you can't get past and you know that they're getting in the way of creating healthy relationships, you need some help with this. Absolutely, you need some help. You need vibrational help. And my suggestions to that if it's about abusive narcissistic relationships that you've been playing out, the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program is it. That is it for you. Now, if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me and it's not about a narcissistic relationship, Quantum Freedom Healing is the most effective way I know of achieving the shifts you need. So great luck with this because this is about manifesting wonderful love and getting your needs met flowingly and effortlessly. So please, pass this show on to people that you know that could help. Post it up on Facebook. And, and really, you know, allow women and men to access ways that they can get their needs met, that we can heal our own relationships and help other people heal their relationships. Because not only does it benefit the relationship, it benefits the children, it benefits ongoing 
um, generation. It's just so important. So anyway, and lots of love, and you'll hear from me next week. Okay, bye-bye.